the Modern Black Man Podcast. Welcome to another episode of the Modern Black Man Podcast. I am so blessed, fortunate, thankful, and grateful to have my co-host with me this week. Um, I want to just thank her for taking the time of her day uh, to spend with us on this topic of conversation. Um, Dr. Monique Ross. Are you with me? I am here. Hello, hello, hello. Thank you for having me. Thank you for the invite. I appreciate it. Absolutely. I am, like I said, beyond grateful and thankful to have you with me. Uh, We have a really good topic today. Um, A fun topic, a conversation. Um, I've titled this episode Big Dick Problems. Because I've been having... You should have went with big energy, but big, big, big dick energy. Okay, big dick energy, <laughs> but it's uh, okay. I, I, uh, that's what we're gonna have a conversation about. <laughs> I'm really saddened by the obstacles that I've been running into lately. Um, Why? Because you have a big cock. Get the I, fuck out of here! Telling you, I'm telling you. I'm starting to realize <laughs> that that's the bane of my existence. How arrogant! How could <laughs> I love it. I love it. I ain't mad at it, bro. I ain't mad at it. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's, it, it's a real thing, and that's why I wanted. It's to, a real thing. It's a real thing. I want to come to come to summit and really have a conversation. I understand that. That's fine. I'm here. I'm here. For, I'm here to support you, bro. I'm here to support you in your big dick problems. <laughs> and that's what I'm running into. Like, uh, I really look at my loneliness, right? And I'm and, sad. And also having a big penis. <laughs> it's keeping it's keeping women from uh, being close to me, and I'm seeing sexual trauma, uh, and it's hurting my feelings, man. Uh, man, I don't listen. know that it's because of a big cock. They're running for something else because most women ain't running from a big a big big dingling. They running towards it. I'm telling They're you. embracing it, loving it, hugging it. <laughs> I'm too much work. I'm too much work. Women are telling me I'm too much work. I'm not easy enough. Uh, You're not it's, easy it's a job. Enough. It's a job. And I'm really oh, wow. understanding that. Like, I feel the same way. Like, I I'm wanted so to be sorry. Me too. Yeah, thank I'm you. I'm so sorry that you're having this problem, you know, because it could be worse. You could be having little dick problems. <laughs> but I'd rather have little dick problems. This was no, that's the kind don't. of this conversation. <laughs> I had a young lady tell me, just, just, just to surmise it, she gave me a little dick situation. She told me about it, a little dictation. She told me that, um, you know, there are certain things that men... Um, that uh, don't have as much um, do are into and 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 it makes sense. Um, it's 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 starting to hurt my feelings because the women can take it right. There's only you only need a little bit. They only need that motion in the ocean. They don't need to always battle. Uh, you know the biggest monster in, in, in the water. You know, so I can't stand it. <laughs> I cannot stand it. I find myself excluded, and I don't know why. I don't know why there's, um, you know, so much displeasure in my inability to provide pleasure because of my, I don't know, my overly abundant situation. Your overly abundant situation. I don't know. I can't. I, 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 
honestly, I don't know because I mean, maybe you need to get a grown ass woman like myself. You know, not like me. You know, I'm not they saying say specifically that. That's me. Podcast about it. They all say. I mean, always say it to start off. I can't, can't, ain't no, ain't no woman gonna run away from. It. Then when they uh, get it, uh, they get abused by it. All of a sudden, it's my abused. fault. And you know, it's my fault. It's not me. Being I mean, abused. maybe. Look, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you because I found myself like in, in situations where I've had some rather uh, large male members invade my space, and mm. I'll tell them up front, be nice. <laughs> like I play nice, <laughs> like don't get on her, you know. Like nah, this ain't that. Like play nice, and I'm proud to say that at 40 years old, I still have edges, walls, and manners. But yes, man, you have to speak up for yourself as a woman. Like I'm gonna tell you flat out, like don't come up in her like you at the motherfucking circus. Like, <laughs> so is that what it is? Because because. The you have to be nice, Ryan. You have to be gentle, like a woman. That is, you know, that that's a that's that's a special place. That, like that is our man. It's it's it, it's a very sensitive and gentle place. And if a woman welcomes you into her space, mm-hmm. knowing that you have this huge anaconda, absolutely. Um, be nice. Be gentle with her, and and she'll she'll embrace it. You know, you have to work. What work if I don't enjoy eat. gentle? What if that bores me? And that hey, that listen, Honda from joining us. Let me tell you something, B. If you are a person, a man or a woman, who likes to be vigorously fucked and fuck vigorously, that's right. I would suggest that perhaps <laughs> I look at that as somebody who may be disturbed. Mm. Like you have to sit up and wonder, like, why am I like this? Why do I, you know, that that could stem from some underlying issues. Like, because sex is a very intimate act. It's supposed mm-hmm. to be sensual. It's supposed to be gentle. And don't get me wrong, like, you know, take me to Pound Town. Like, sometimes I want you to speed it up, but sometimes I want you to slow it down. You know, like make love to me. You, right. you fucking, you fucking. Right. You need to find you somebody who's who want who brings out the love making in you, who brings out that gentle, that sensual side in you. You know what I'm saying? For me, like people who like to be hurt and traumatized and fucking. You know, like always, it's always about fucking. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's. Say that one more time. The last part cut out. Oh no! She's making well, well, hey guys. <laughs> What's up, Tracy? Um, she's <laughs> gonna probably fall back in. Um, that's outside of my control. Um, but she's making an excellent point, Doctor Ross. Monique, how are you doing today, Tracy? Um, I apologize. I came in on some interesting stuff he has said. I I, I feel in agreement. I, um, and a lot of it goes back to you know some of the other times when we we uh, recorded, like what are people kinks and things like that. Exactly. Yeah, and that's exactly what she was kind of hitting on, uh, making some great points. 
Um, we're all into different things. And um, I think that it's a huge component of who we are, uh, our sexual kinks and what we're into. Um, I really regret that we lost um, um, Monique right now. Are you with I'm me? I'm here. I'm here. Can you hear me? Okay. No, we lost you for a second. You were making you you was making a great point. And, I was uh, here the whole. Okay. I heard everything you guys said. So if you didn't hear me, yeah. I I heard everything that you guys said. I apologize. No, no, no you're perfect. Um, I am. Introduce... <laughs> <laughs> um, my 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 second co-host, uh, Tracy. Welcome back to the show. I appreciate you being a part of the panel. Um, you heard her making a a, a great point about the uh, psyche. Uh, uh, and, and cycles that uh, we could be into both uh, psychotraumatically and physically, sexually. So um, I think that's a, a great and profound point, and there's a uh, huge value in that, uh, most definitely. Um, you literally just cut off when you were, um, I think, impacting that point. You you just were starting to elaborate when we lost your audio. Oh, Okay. Yeah, I'll I'll go back. No, I what I was saying basically is, you know, I you know I'm pretty sure that there's some type of uh philosophical uh or or even a um textbook term for it, but you have to take you sometimes you have to sit with yourself and ask why am I like this? Why do I like to be um you know sex like this or why do I like to sex like this Uh you know for me I think it has to be something within you that's you know deeply rooted within you where you know you don't look at sex as you know this intimate act where it's sensual in love making you know me I personally I like I like to make love you know what I'm saying like I like the sensual part of it I like the touching the kissing the slow motion of it you know but again take me to pound town I've lost my ability to make love be- probably because of, you know, recent trauma. That makes so much sense. Like, um, mm-hmm, very eye-opening what you're saying. Yeah, because, yeah, take me to Pound Town. I want to go to Pound Town. You know, speed that speed that boat up at times, but also, I want the most, you know, I, let's just ride the wave. Let's just ride the wave, you know? Shit. I'm wet. I'm, I'm aware, baby swim enjoy <laughs> enjoy right. you know what i'm saying but you know when it's time to you when, when we're trying to get to that climax yeah let's go let's go for this let's go on this ride take me on this fantastic ride but you know you just have to know when and you have to know your partner well enough to know when you know when you want to rock the boat and when you want to stay steady with it you know it's all about knowing your partner and knowing the and, and just being aware and in that moment knowing you know what each other's needs are and it's not again it's not all about just you know pounding it out pounding it out yeah that's great that's what we watch that's what we see in in, in porn and shit like that but you know i guarantee you when those porn stars go home and they're with their partner and they're being intimate that it's not always about you know the, the fucking the fucking mm-hmm. of it you know what I mean so this, what this about just... other um, cycles that are ineffective um, in, in that uh, uh, vein um, where the physical pleasure uh, just isn't received um, it, it, it's all about connection right yes it's all about the connection it's because if the connection is there isn't there you know then what are we here for 
you know, and that goes to being mentally stimulated. Before you can stimulate me sexually, physically, you have to mentally stimulate me. Like, I'm not going to be aroused at all. And it took me a while to get to this point in, in this stage in my life as a 40-year-old woman. I can tell you when I was in my early 30s, <clears throat> 35, and, and I, especially when I first became my very first time in my adult life being single, 35 years old. I've always up until 35, I've always been in a relationship, married or dating or, you know, in an exclusive relationship. So when I reached 35 and I became single and now I'm out here in this big wide world in all these different people, different varieties of people. And I'm coming and understand this, I'm coming out of a heartbreak. So, mm-hmm. you know, the bad advice your friends give you, Mo, in order to get over him, you need to get into somebody new. And I found myself out here experiencing, experimenting sexually uh, with different people, uh, being extremely promiscuous, uh, you know, and I looked at it as, you know, I'm just having fun. I'm enjoying being single and, you know, embracing the shit that I missed out on in my 20s while I was married. You know what right. I'm saying? But it wasn't it wasn't me out here enjoying being single that was me fucking uh attuning to the wounds and you know attuning to those wounds that i had experienced from that heartbreak and now i'm out here you know just out here willy-nilly having a good time you know disguising it as having a good time but in reality what i was doing was attempting to mask that hurt, attempting to mask that pain. I wasn't addressing it. I wasn't sitting what with that, that pain. In psychology, <clears throat> is that comp- compensatory? Is that like compensatory? Yeah, it's, it's definitely. You're definitely compensating. You know, and they go. You know, we people compensate for a lot of shit. Like you know, short men. You you see short men with big ass cars, or you know, people who lack shit in their childhood. They're overly uh, flamboyant, and you know money 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 and you know designer 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 like all that shit you know what i'm saying people overcompensate for a number of things in their lives you know like i said like uh, you know women who are unattractive you know they're going to always you know use the boobs and the ass you know the thought polls that we see on social media you know where that one girl who's always on your timeline all you see is her ass and her tits you know because she she's, she's secure in other areas you know, that's what we as human beings do. We mask our insecurities in, in ways and present it to the world as if, you know, we're this, we're that. But deep down, everybody, you know, we all have our insecurities. And, you know, I can literally go on social media right now and scroll and screenshot 50 people on my timeline and say, this motherfucker's insecure about this. This motherfucker's insecure about that. I don't do it. You know, mm. I like and I keep scrolling. I mind my business. But as because I'm so in tune with myself and I'm so aware of, you know, the, con- the, the, the unconscious behaviors that we as human beings display to social media, I'm able to see that shit. I'm able to see beyond this post and this caption that someone puts out there. You know, we, we all overcompensate. We all have these insecurities that we absolutely overcompensate for. And, I'm, you know, I'm no different. You know, I'm no better than the next person. I have my insecurities as well mm-hmm. and you know we highlight our strong points we highlight our strong features our deficiencies right exactly exactly um but you know with, with, with these big dick problems 
Back to the big, big problems. And I got, uh, you know, lack of pleasure because of it, you know. Um, And and, and I think that that changes uh, a lot of the cycles and how we affect them. I think you make really excellent points um, because it's not a smooth or an even situation. The exchange is um, possibly lopsided. And these all these unhealthy cycles. Um, yeah, I feel like I'm a trauma magnet, though, uh, which is my you know next big thing is that like women, like exactly what we're talking about, come to me and they're never aware that they're the biggest bag of issues uh, because they want to be the strong one, but they can't see that they're so insecure that they present themselves as, as something that they're clearly not, uh, and it's uncomfortable. Um, because it, it takes away my credibility, if that makes sense. Does that make sense, what I'm saying? Yeah, it makes sense. It makes sense. Like, um, I don't like that. Like, I don't want women to um, be in my life that are insecure. I think that's unacceptable as a grown-ass woman. Um, the trust issues, like, however you, you know, like, however you slice it or dice it, those are the things I can do without. And I mean it makes women insecure when they feel that there are other women nearby. And I know my lifestyle because I'm unattached leaves it like that. There are women that are always nearby and I have to stop. Like I I don't try to date my friends, but now I'm uncomfortable because I think a lot of my lady friends are just good women. Some of them are good looking. Some of them are good thinking. You know what I'm saying? Like some of them are all good money. I get you. Yeah, like just it's 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 hard because um, the values and morals that you uh, stake, I'm learning in life as it unfolds. That's not as important. Like uh, even sometimes the morals that people come with uh, isn't as important. What's important is how you react to them. So I just go in there with that mindset, and you know. Um, just, just all those things are into consideration. I mean, that's a lot. Uh, I don't think that I. W- w- how, how would you, ladies, if you had the power, if you were uh, a, a how would you wield that that position? I mean, maybe I'm thinking. Uh, maybe my thinking is wrong or off. Well, for me, Brian, I look at it, you know, first and foremost, when we get off into insecurities and shit, you know, I will be quick and I'll be the first one to tell a man or a woman, you know, when your partner is displaying insecurities or, you know, showcasing insecure behavior, you know, first, for me, at this stage in the game, I'm not catering to anybody's insecurities. Fuck that. Mm. I, I am confident in myself as a woman and I know as far as being a mate, being in a relationship with somebody, I'm giving 110% of myself. I'm ensuring that I'm doing everything I need to be doing as a woman. If I make that commitment to you, I'm going to do everything I need to be doing to ensure that you're secure within this relationship. Now, if you have some insecurities in which this is something I, I I won't say I'm dealing with currently, but I'm in the midst of breaking away from it. Like I'm dealing with somebody for the, um, you know, over the course of the last seven, eight months where 
I'm really pulling myself out of the situation. Like somebody, I literally had somebody tell me there has to be, he has to have some type of hold or some type of tie or something on you for you to continue to keep going back and dealing with the bullshit. This man is so insecure within himself and it's not because of anything I'm doing. I guess, you know, I told him the other day, I'm like, you clearly have some mommy issues. Like your mommy, mommy left and you cling on to every woman that comes your way. And when, and, and then you're insecure within those situations. Like you approached me, you pursued me. And now, you know, all these insecurities, all this bullshit that you bring to the table. And here's the thing, like this man, he's tried to fucking tear me down and tell me about myself and you know break me down like oh you're not you're not the pack you're not the total package and on paper he got pictures i told him i said on paper you appear to be the total package you know you're 45 years old never been married no kids but on paper you know but in the real world I'm looking at you now that I know you. Now I'm like, okay, I know why you're 45, never been married, and don't have any kids. Why do I feel like you know, that man? That's my ex. <laughs> that is my ex all day. And and he look, he he refuses to take a step back and look at himself and say, hey, perhaps it is me. And he's telling me, oh, I, you know, I'm I'm this, you know, you come with all this baggage. Yes, you know, I I don't call it baggage. Yes, I've been married. I'm divorced. I have two kids. Yes, I've been engaged twice. I did. I chose not to make it to those altars, you know, but in the same breath, just because you don't have the quote unquote baggage that I have does not mean that you don't have baggage. And sir, you got a whole bunch of shit that you need to unpack. Like, you know, I'm, I'm open with everybody on my social media on my podcast and with people that I encounter about my therapy. I go to therapy and he, this man attempted to use that shit against me. And it's like, how, what kind of human being tries to throw up the fact that I go to therapy in my face? Like that's not hurting me. You need to, you need to. And I told him that I said, sir, you need to go to therapy. Like I can give you her number. I highly recommend like you can you can actually go to the remaining sessions that I've already paid for because you absolutely need it more than me. But this wanna, is a person. I want a stereotype situation so bad. He's from North St. Louis. He lives in Florida. And he's arrogant. Is he light skinned Like, tell me. he's not. He doesn't live in uh, North St. Louis. He lives in downtown St. Louis. He's definitely. He's actually biracial. Okay. So that, that, that's all the shit right <laughs> there. That's all you need to know. <laughs> Yes. So and here's the thing, y'all. I didn't know beforehand that, you know, biracial people, you know, had these issues. I actually have a guest that's coming on in a couple of weeks to unpack her issues and insecurities with being biracial, because if you and this is something that, that was pointed out to me after I started dating this gentleman that, you know, biracial people got they a little fucked up because they struggle with their mm -hmm. identity yeah. and that's why you see a lot of biracial people who overcompensate yeah. for their whiteness like they're pro they're all like pro black and you know they're out there like what about your grandmama like <laughs> exactly and I like I didn't know that it wasn't something that I was aware of until I came across this gentleman and now I see I get it I understand and what he doesn't understand is that I get it mm -hmm. and you know if you want us to work 
you need to understand that there's certain shit about you just because you look good on paper, just because you have all of these things and you don't come with the baggage that I come with, sir, you still have baggage. And that's a motherfucker who's refusing to sit with themselves and take a hard, deep, hard look in the mirror, you know, but I mean, even go off into that. I don't even know if I answered your motherfucking question. (laughs) You did. And and you gave me a a great allegory because we're talking about big, big problems. And as men, (laughs) we come in a situation uh, as as king shit. And Mm -hmm. sometimes things fall apart because of it. And I know I'm trying to experience that. It's just crazy. Here's a Here's another point I want to make, Brian. Mm-hmm. For me, you know, men look at women, you know, I, I, and I'm, this is something I'm learning too as a, as a grown ass woman. Men love to feel needed. They love to feel as if, you know, they're needed by their women. I want to talk that, about this you know, point because women always yeah. hit me with the, uh, they tell me that, that I, I don't need a like man. I don't need a man. Well, that's what yeah, they always tell me. I don't ask you to be damn needed, but tell me more about this. Uh, yes but here's the thing God forbid that I as a woman I'm secure enough within myself that I don't need a man that I was here that I'm here with you because I absolutely want to be that's what women tap out on me that's big dick problems that's it right there Uh, because women feel the need to just hang out with me without any uh, uh, I guess there's an agenda or um, are you trying to get school? Are you trying to be in a relationship? Or are you just trying to have fun? Because, you know, sometimes you need to be like, hey, girls will hang out forever and never will make a move on nothing. They don't know if it's going to work out in their favor. We are crushed by the word no. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Like, that's the ultimate stopper. But if you, like, don't mm-hmm. give somebody a clue, move in that direction, you might not never know. Say 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 what your point is again. You saying do I am I dating for? Commitment? I mean, are you dating to be in a relationship, or are you dating for just fun? Man, at this point, to be honest with you, I think I'm upgrading my situation of dating for love because I don't like anybody. I don't even like dating like that. Like, um, I'm discovering where I got off. Um, like I have a bunch of rules. You feel what I'm saying? Ooh. Like I have like a, a chick can't be with me if she can't clean my apartment. What? And yeah. And like I, I've I've gotten to a point now where women are doing different things. Like instead of them just taking the time and the love to nurture me and my place or something like that, they would pay for somebody to clean it or um just doing different things. So my awareness is growing a little bit. But I, I, there's some very basic things that people have to do for your relationship to be successful, and I think that I'm, I'm really seeing that in real time and in the real world. Like no chick is gonna be loyal to you if she's not invested in you. That's like player one on one, one on one. Like a woman that doesn't get you gifts, uh, a woman that doesn't think of you is never going to be loyal to you. And, you know, just it's a lot of little hints and tells, I think, that we give in relations um, that really mean something. And I'm just playing my plays right now because I'm I'm not wrong. 
<laughs> you know? Um, that's real interesting. Go ahead, go <laughs> ahead, go ahead. It's, it's so <laughs> good. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I work a full-time job. I got little stuff going on. I care enough about you that I'm willing to spend my hard-earned money that probably took me hours to make to pay this lady to come over here and do what I don't actually have the time for. You ungrateful. Um, yes. You ungrateful. Yes. I mean, I like you. I, I want to be with you. But all of that right there, are you paying bills at my house? Are you rubbing my feet when I get over there? Like, what are you doing for me? I understand, you know, your rules, but are you reciprocating for this? Because Exactly. Well, okay, let me let me not say that it's it's a, a dictated like that. I'm just saying that like there's a a, a guy. So if that makes sense, I'm saying that I'm I'm just saying that I'm saying that it turns into um, instead of women doing what they used to do, where they would just clean your place or try to tidy up and contribute a little bit, women are in this sense I feel of competition. Or um, like they want to put you into submission. So instead of her just, or any woman, I'm talking literally about every woman uh, in my experience, instead of just doing those things, they try to go above that. And um, I don't know. That's just that's just kind of where I'm at with that. What you think about okay, that? Okay, so women have big, big problems too. Apparently. Mm-hmm. Because oh yeah, that's crazy. I um yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's crazy. But, um no, I I dig it. I'm I'm with it. I, I feel you. No, I got you. Instead of submitting to me, women rather play these damn no, games. Okay. They so, rather try to have so a big wait, dick, so and they rather try to buy me out or wait me out or stall me out. And I'm tired. I'm learning that I have to manage but, different. So instead of a woman just being able to have a traditional or straight up relationship with me, there's all these games that have to be played. And at this point, I've just graduated from playing the games and I'm just really, you know, seeing. But what no, it is. you got to think a fool out there with some big dick problems messed that up. I have been told by guys, oh, well, if you want to come see me, you want to be, you want to deal with me or you want to have time with me, you need to call me too. You need to come after me too. First of all, sir, these are old school dating rules. If you are interested in me, you will call this phone. If you are trying to spend time with me, you will call this phone. I will text you in the morning. Hello. Good morning. How's your day going? All that throughout the day. Dudes are waiting. Like they on some female type stuff. So the stuff you want it can happen, but a fool out there has already messed this up for you. So you have to figure out what happened to this woman to get her to come back around to you. <clears throat> because in this world, I, I wish I could be submissive to a dude. But these dudes out here like girls. I can't be. Uh, it's a cycle. Yep. It's a cycle. I agree. The problem is, the problem is uh, hey, the, Howard, dating, the dating game is so misconstrued right now. You know, men understand and they have knowledge and statistics based off statistics. You know, there's one man to every five women. So, you know, they have options. 
and because of because of the options that they have and, and here's the thing about men they look at it i have options because they have 20 25 different women on their line <laughs> their dms women that they're hanging out with this and that and the other right but they're not understanding that out of those 20 options you know 20 25 options shit only two or three of them are actually emotionally available exactly. emotionally available and actually capable Why are of your being numbers the so accurate man? though like a man's profile you know, is like the east and west nba conference like you got the ugly ones yes and you got the cute ones that's about it like none of them care yes exactly <laughs> yeah and that, that's and out of that 25 women you probably it's probably that one who's really trying to fuck with you mm-hmm. and you playing her mm-hmm. because you got all of these options. I'm going to be honest. I played my lawyer. Problem I, I'll be honest. And I do that all the time. Um, most recently, See, I'll be honest. Uh, she was down for me. She tried to have a relationship with me. Uh, but I, I didn't choose her because she did betray me, my nigga. She want to hit uh, my last relationship up and try to broadcast everything that we doing in the current uh, and I don't like that for a lot of reasons not just because she tried to hurt another female feelings but like I can't trust you because I want you to move with me like the fact that you talking to somebody that I'm opping with or not hunted with I have an issue with I don't know if that counts as a tangent but yes um, all that shit yeah, I feel you. I definitely feel you on, on that. You know, the loyalty should lie, you know, with you and, you know, not on the opposite end, especially if it's someone you have history with. Like, you're at this point, that, you know, that's being childish, that's being petty. That's you, that's her attempting to rub rub it in this person's face. Like, oh, you know, like, you know, I, I got the prize. Yeah. And, you know, some, some men's ego would be stroked by that. You know, but some like you, I, I get where you're coming from. That that's mature. That that's big dick energy right there. Refusing to be moved in in in, in like uh you know having your ego stroke by the fact that she's going back to this person and all oh, this this and this. You know you know you took a step back like oh, I want to move in this relationship. Like that's I I don't want her even knowing or having any knowledge of anything right. I have going on. So I definitely can understand you and understand where you're coming from with that one. But just things like that are what I'm really getting aware of is that uh, women, um, <clears throat> I call it competition, y'all, and I don't think that's the right word. But like uh, like y'all are aware, and just like y'all are saying through this whole conversation, y'all ain't going for that shit. And y'all going to make y'all play. And that's what I think is very different in our world. Because men, 50, 50 years ago, I think was the beginning of the undoing of the old system. Where you could have several families, women, wives, lives. And you really weren't held accountable for it. Now, men are expected to be engaged, loyal, present, uh, humble. You have to get better. Like, it's too much. Um, and, and and that's what we used to just assign to women. Um, I'm not even trying to put it on gender roles. I'm just saying that uh, these are some of the big, big problems that I have. And life after divorce has really uh, revealed a lot of the burdens of responsibility that I have in my life and um, burdens that I want. Um, I appreciate y'all taking the time for us kind of getting the conversation started. Um, but I, I think I, I think I've gotten a lot of things figured out. So I mean, it's up to me because I am in control to get them where I want them. 
and that's what I'm going to be working on. Um, y'all's guidance and support and encouragement is what fuels me. Um, so thank you for that. Um, before we wrap on this one, do you guys have any social media handles that you want to share with us? I'm good. Oh, uh, well, yeah, you you guys know where you can find me at. I've been a a, a friend of a modern man podcast before. So, uh, so S O O sophisticated one on Instagram and pure underscore fuckery on Instagram, and then Facebook. My Facebook name is just Monique Ross, and I do have a pure fuckery page on Facebook. So, yeah, follow all that. Uh, she always has good interviews. Uh, uh, always good and great energy. Um, that's why I really appreciate her kind of uh, being a part of our conversation. Um, I've just been uh, running into some of these things and I wanted to share that with y'all. I appreciate y'all's perspective. Until the next episode, y'all already know where to get me. I'm on all social media. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, SoundCloud, Snapchat, um, TikTok, at Chubby Idris Elba. Peace. Peace. Peace.